0: Because this is a fun story. Paul Luke weighs. Guess. 130. 140. Okay. That was a good guess.
1: Yeah. So the ma- the one match, well, two matches that I've taken in jujitsu, I did a 136.
0: Mm-hmm. So a very tiny little weight
1: cut. Yeah. Not even. I got to eat the morning, you know, the morning of. <laughs> That's beautiful. So.
0: so he has a shaker. I don't know if you can see it on the camera. It says not steroids. I guess you said the B team made these.
1: Yeah. They made a steroids and not steroids, but I, f- I felt like this kind of fit. Yeah, you know.
0: and Vince has the steroids one. He, yeah, I'm not cute. saying
1: he does steroids, but you know, he's pretty jacked. He's pretty jacked. He's pretty sexy. Yeah, yeah I there see might it. be some acai. There isn't. <laughs> there isn't. He's all <laughs> natural, but it seemed like it fit him more than it. Fit, yeah. it fit me. So,
0: dude, I love Craig Jones, the B team, what they're doing for the sport for sure. They're playing the perfect heel to Gordon Ryan being the king and everything. Obviously, with the split, They're I love that they instead of throwing a fit about it, they just leaned into it.
1: Yeah, I also just think like. I like that they let their personalities come through. Absolutely. You know, have a sense of humor. He's always had a sense of humor about kind of being For sure. second best. For sure. So which you I wonder this about like a lot of guys locally. You know, it's, it's always going to be that way. Like somebody's a hammer. Yep. Somebody's a nail. You probably have to have like a little bit of perspective on it. To, Definitely. It, whether you laugh it off or whether it just motivates you, whatever, you have to probably like use that fuel somehow
0: absolutely so. it's a really unique dynamic and i'm sure it's it's cool for you being so perceptive and like you're you're in an interesting space in the pittsburgh mma it, landscape how obviously. did let's yeah
1: how did we get here yeah that's why God, i wanted to roll it Lord, back why yeah. am i in this seat right probably a lot of people wondering why. <laughs> you know everybody you learn this when you're in elementary school right i mean there's just always people that there's somebody that doesn't like you got haters right it must be terrible for my haters
0: yeah so just
1: everywhere you know like i'm all over the it's place true. why am i all over the place yeah and why yeah. am i in this seat why so. does
0: everybody love you everybody who encounters you is like dude he's the man he's, you're good at everything you do first of all which is annoying to some people people hate people like that
1: i'm only I but i only do a few things <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> i only do a few things so there are people in the world who are like really good at a bunch vince right mentioning vince the yeah he's yeah, yeah. like so good at everything he's ever give him something he's never seen before and in like 10 minutes he's like i got yeah hey, i'm the I just mastered this. What else you got? I'm <laughs> yeah. not that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that kind of guy. But I have a few things I do, I think at least better than mediocre. Sure. Is that a good like goal in life? I think so. I'm better than mediocre at this couple things.
0: It probably starts with your hunger to learn things, I would assume. You um, you strike me as the kind of guy who when you're interested in something, you really dive into it. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's like a trait from my dad. Okay. You know, he was that way he got really, when he got into something, like he went deep. Yeah. And I probably just picked that up from him. He was really into like archery for a long time. That's what Mm. I started with as a kid doing instinctive recurve, he would compete, but it wasn't enough. Like he would, you know, we had our setup outside where he would train, but then it was like, well, I want to fletch my own arrows. And then it's like, well, he's got this tiny little lathe and he's like painting his own stuff. That is awesome. So anything he did, he kind of like did it full circle
0: what else was he into archery was he a motorcycle
1: guy too he wasn't actually i didn't a lot of people do pick that up i had Mm -hmm. an uncle who when i was young um rode motorcycles all across the country Mm. and uh when i was really little i remember kind of like helping him clean them and stuff and i think that's where i got that particular bug but my my dad wasn't um he was real into archery left that and then ended up getting like really into road biking or bicycling
0: yes yes gotcha
1: so he was, you know, building his own bike. He'd get the frame and then start building out his own bikes. And then he was buying yeah. bikes from like Italy. And <laughs>
0: That's a whole different kind of obsession, I'm sure. A rabbit hole to go down. I, didn't, I never got into that. Just either. thinking how long bikes have been around. Like the technology has to have gone through so much along the way.
1: Yeah. So he was riding. Um, he would ride to work. Sometimes we lived in Natron Heights. Mm-hmm. And so he would uh, park in like Fox Chapel, get his bicycle out and come into the north side. <laughs> And he was going across a bridge the one day I, he, the guy could probably be a millionaire. And he noticed as he's like flying across the bridge, there's this like grate up on the walkway. Like mm-hmm. where he was on. And at the last minute he's like, oh, that's like the ladder to go mm. down and service them. They're like working, but they didn't put up cones. Oh my God. And so he just ditched, like he bailed because he didn't want to obviously go into the dude and got like all messed up dude so I don't think he ever really picked it up again after that and of course he <laughs> just dragged himself to like the oh hospital God. yeah had like yeah. a dislocated shoulder and was all you know bleeding all over the place well that's I'm like madness. that's you should we could have had a McMansion sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: we could be living the
1: good life right now yeah <laughs> yeah that's so, their fault but he just dusted himself off I was like oh stuff happens
0: that's a very Pittsburgh mentality I feel like <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like we're not yeah. the victim here just yeah. dust yourself off that's yes yeah. yeah, so that's what it was that's so crazy. yeah I
1: think I got that bug from from him and I'm kind of a you know as I shake around in my seat I'm just kind of a restless person mm-hmm. I don't sit yeah. still very well
0: yeah I think uh, so my introduction to you was that kind of embedded that you did on with Brittany Bickart yeah and that's when I was like dude whoever did like I like this guy's style and then I started obviously Facebook Instagram creeping you and I was like wait he's like a national recording artist who also trains jujitsu at stout takes stills as well and does video. <laughs> so then I was like, I got to meet this guy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. kind of
1: how it started. I got, a you know, some camera gear. And um, then I think Brit was, you know, she had some like pretty big fights coming up and we were talking and we we're like, well, we should just like film some of it. Mm-hmm. And then I had so much content. I'm like, we should just cut them down to like five minute segments. Yeah, so that that's awesome. how that kind of just organically came together. I don't think I'm great with like video or filming. I do like to take still photography more. Yeah. But, you know, the, the cameras nowadays have so much capability. It's sure kind of senseless to not use it on occasion.
0: Right. Well, you're stills, man. I got to say, and this isn't just because you take photos for us, but obviously it caught my eye right off the bat. You definitely have a distinct style and for viewer, we're going to get into some of his photos and he'll talk about them here in a little bit, but how did that, most people don't just jump right into photography. There is a natural, you have to, they always say like, you got to have the photographer's eye. Like clearly, you got that, and you've developed your own style very quickly as well. So, how did that kind of fall into place?
1: I, I mean, I I think it's definitely a work in progress. But when I was young, I guess high school, I think it was, um, I was in like whatever the the gifted track, and mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do with us really because we were probably just as problematic as maybe kids who weren't, you know, right, um, right, just like minds running too too quickly. So I ended up taking like the first half the day to just get like your core math history, whatever the, they thought mm-hmm. the important stuff was. And then my mom would pick me up and take me down to Pittsburgh Filmmakers, which is okay. in North Oakland. Nice. And I worked in there like darkroom there. So I learned to develop mm-hmm. actual film and would learn, you know, things about photography and then basically didn't do anything with it. It's another thing my dad did. He had a bunch of Pentax, like K1000. He would develop slide, you know, slides, oh, and awesome, all kinds of stuff like that. So I was again, always kind of around it. And then I just never really did anything with it. Right. And then all this time went by and there we were in the pandemic and I had a bunch of like camera gear and I was training, but I'm not the youngest guy in the world. So it's like, well, I wanted to be there all the time. I would train four or five days a week and then take usually two days off, which I still do but I still wanted to be at the gym. Right, but right. I'm like, I'm beat up. I'm tired. <laughs> so then I, I started following on Instagram, a couple guys from different gyms. One at Henzo's in New York. There's a guy in, I don't know, in Eastern Europe somewhere. It takes these incredible photos at his gym. And I started realizing these guys train, but then they're showing you kind of what's happening right in the gym day in and day out. And so I just kind of started doing it.
0: That's awesome. What kind of approval did you need to do that? Cause I could see for some gyms, maybe not wanting that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, um, I kind of just, asked, you know warren or if, if it was like this the sparring you know i just asked mm-hmm. ask coach will like can i shoot some photos and it was good for i think the fighters because mm-hmm. i give them all the photos exactly um i think artists should get paid for sure so if it's like a ticketed event or something i've done grappling events i shoot for you guys mm-hmm. I, I do think you know obviously then it's a little different but these people are just trying to get their name out there so i'm happy to Find a way to contribute. Like that's how I can contribute. Right, and you know?
0: it's really cool seeing and anybody who's in the Pittsburgh MMA space on Instagram in particular, like. I see your photos pop up every day and it's not from you, like you're saying from the fighters post and I'm using them. Like I can tell instantly, like, yeah, Paul took that. It's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: you know, I was, sometimes I'll go through and you see, you know, on Instagram, like the stories, just people's mm-hmm. profile picture. Right. And some days I'm like, oh wow, there's like 20 of them. <laughs> that you are know? mine. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, I like that. It's like 20 different people are using their, you know, their, a photo I took as their profile or more, you know, you see yeah. it kind of going through. Well, I definitely can't cool.
0: blame. I need you need to take a picture of me next. I do. That I, I brought. Use. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get refresh. back out on the mats, dude. For sure. real. For you real. Know. That's that would be the ultimate Paul Luke. Me getting choked. I will. I will put a, a profile pic of me getting choked out for sure. Yeah. No shame in my game.
1: No. It happens. <laughs> Everybody all, gets choked like, every day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wish it weren't
1: that way, but yeah, every dude. single day. Well, so are you a blue belt? Yeah. Okay,
0: that's what I thought. I
1: uh, maybe midway through. Yeah. You, know, you never know. Yeah. Do you um, train
0: in a gi formally too? Okay, yeah. I thought you were like purely no gi.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I was kind of yeah. like super into the gi at first. Oh, okay. And then uh, I, st- I actually, I think in 2021, I started training for no gi worlds. And then mm. I was just like, wow, I don't really like the gi at all. anymore. And I th- yeah. as a guitar player, um, with all the grips, yes, I would find that like my fingers were always like really stoved. Yep. And not just lightly, like I'm not being, a- maybe I'm being a baby, but No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it was like some of them were, Horrendous. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, this isn't really sustainable for me to go home and then. Yeah. But with it, it just like never happens in Nogi.
0: That's. I'm glad you said that. I wanted to talk about that because one time when I was working for Flow Combat, I got to interview Matt Heafy, Trivium's lead frontman, singer, guitar player. And yeah. He he just got his black belt actually, and throughout tour, like when they go places, he'll find gyms to train at in between. That's a that's a dream. Yeah, and I was just thinking to myself. Is there a worse sport for a singer-guitar player to practice than jiu-jitsu? Any Pro- wrist injury, getting choked,
1: the throat? Like, yeah, there's so
0: much that is terrible for that.
1: It's probably not ideal. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not ideal, but I guess careful about maybe who you're training with. Sure. Um, I've been pretty i have obviously going to catch injuries, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was just the finger thing mostly. Yeah. So I'll probably never advance because I'm never in the gi. Like right. That's when they... So they kind of hand out and it's just not really for me. Maybe, I don't know. Warren tells me that, uh, you know, you go through phases. I don't think I've been in it long enough to really have Mm -hmm. a bunch of phases. So maybe... I'll wake up in a month and say, sure. I just want to wear pajamas all back, the time or <laughs> <back> whatever.
0: In, <laughs> who knows, man, especially with your life, right? Like you, you've gone through a lot of phases and you, like we talked about earlier, you're always interested in the new thing. So what's to say that one day you won't wake up and be like, yeah,
1: I'm about that gi life. <laughs> it's, it is possible. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple people I really like to roll with like just in the gi, but it's just so much easier. Get a pair of shorts.
0: Mm-hmm. Just show up yep exactly
1: i show love that it's kind so, of my attitude so yeah so I, I that's guess it's kind of partly what led me here
0: for sure that's awesome man let's uh let's pull up some of your photos while we're while we're talking about it we'll, uh i'll pull them up here danny paul pull them up on the screen i believe the first one is one that you shot for us
1: yeah up. is this yeah here we yeah, go this
0: is noah kiska and ethan Kenny.
1: yeah so i like that one i think um just because you know when I'm standing up there on the cage, I don't know that everybody sees this that closely. Like this probably went by in a split second and mm-hmm. he didn't have a huge reaction to it. You would have like never really noticed that that was such, it's just a simple tee. Like you can even tell if you look on the right, like he's not overexerting him. So he didn't right. like send that kick with like right. fierce intention, but look at how like damaging it is. Yeah. That's
0: beautiful. And Ethan Kenny, we want to talk about a, a specimen as an amateur fighter. <laughs>
1: think that dude's ever lifted a weight in his life? I mean, My but, goodness. yeah, both, yeah, both of these guys. And That was it, a super high level fight. It was, yeah. and the funny thing is, like, you know, he probably I caught the wince, but nobody would have killed. Like, he just brushed that off. That is, but it's really so like if that happened to me with just that teep, I'd be dead. <laughs> you would have killed him. I would have been like, listen, you guys got to take me to the hospital. Yeah. And the other guy would have been like, I oh, just teeped you lightly. Like <laughs> teep.
0: And Noah's a guy. Have you shot him at? You shot him at Stout, I'm sure too. He Pro- comes in right. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly. I don't dude I probably have I don't even know I truly don't know it's tens of thousands of photos from stout
0: that's insane
1: because you figure any Saturday that I pop in which is like typically what I do um like I'll sometimes train in the early morning and then stick around and shoot it's like I shoot like five to seven to eight hundred to over a thousand photos sometimes my god so it's like it's been a lot. How there's long does
0: it take you to go through them after a Saturday?
1: Uh, too long now, especially now that I have a kid, you know, <laughs> yeah, but right. I do a lot gets left behind. So I think one day it'll be interesting to like go back through all of it. I have right. it all archived because there's right. probably so many gems, but I'll just scan through and you can kind of see like, oh, I'm getting better at just looking and saying like, I know that's a good nice. shot, you know, I got, you. or I really try to pay attention to um maybe people who have like fights coming up. Right. Okay. So I'll be looking for certain people that I shot just because I know they need some promo or whatever so i'm sure there's i probably have a hundred photos of this guy like for sure sitting on a hard drive yeah but uh, that's why i like that photo i mean it's again it's not like the huge knockout but man these guys are you know it really shows you like what they're made of yeah because that's probably for them light little
0: and the fun layer to this for me is that these are two debut amateurs so that's crazy yeah actually wow and like like we said that's a as high level they both had really strong wrestling backgrounds were athletes their whole lives and it wasn't really an and O versus versus no yeah just on paper it's
1: funny how that like goes over my head you just i'm just in the moment and it's like there's two guys and i'm just trying to get things locked in yeah right people will ask me questions about it afterwards i'm like man i don't even i'm not even sure i was just doing my job i was just hitting making (laughs) sure i got these guys like in frame the best i could
0: yeah so you mentioned something cool about like revisiting photos that you've taken like down the road it'll be cool to look at some of these and I think the next one up is going to be a really perfect example of that <laughs> yeah for sure
1: this is one of the early, like an early photo I took actually up at Matt Factory so and again I have no idea how I even got linked up with them yeah I think it might have been Chris Dempsey maybe that I'm not sure if out. I yeah I'm not sure if I met Isaac like he was definitely coming down to stout still does come down to stout yeah but I think Chris was down there a good bit more.
0: There's a, you might've invited
1: me up. I can't remember. There's
0: clearly a strong Matt factory stout connection there. Yeah. Yeah. We
1: go, you know, a lot of our people go up there, especially on Sundays. And then a lot of their folks come down on Saturdays Mm -hmm. and then there's a number of them even for just like, um, like grappling drilling will pop in on random Tuesday morning or, you know, right. Um, but yeah, so walked in this morning and it, it's like just crazy high (laughs) level, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, As good as it gets. It is. Yeah. So it's kind of going back through and I have a bunch of photos from probably a couple of different days that Bo was there. And so it's kind of timely, obviously, given the of course, fights the other night. And this was it was wild because I do love half guard stuff's complicated. And Isaac knows I like it. And he was showing these guys like some stuff that, you know, it's interesting. Like, I'm not a good athlete, so I'll understand what you're saying, like mm-hmm. what should happen and how my feet should pass. for so that just takes me a long time to like get my Muscle mind memory. and body yeah, to do it. Right. He he's showing these guys like the really intricate stuff it was not basic in any way, and they did it like twice and like yeah I got this. Ugh, that's just, next level. Just goes to show like you know they're true true yeah. athletes who understand like m- just you know how their bodies move. That's one thing that jujitsu even just
0: minimally taught me, and that I hear people talk about all the time is that when you say somebody's athletic, growing up in America traditionally you think that means they run fast or something like strong, that. Yeah, they're strong. There is something about body positioning that is a completely different type of athleticism, but all these guys have it. They and, do. They yeah. know
1: where they are like in space all the time. Right, right. And this stuff is happening, It, you know, milliseconds, not even seconds yeah. sometimes. And they're aware of what's happening and what they should be doing to be ahead of it. Right. It's incredible. Is that Isaac on his back? I'm trying to figure um, it out. Um... I think it is. Yeah. yeah it makes I'm, sense. I believe it is. I think it was the three the three of them that were uh just kind of rolling over in this corner. Cause I have some other photos that probably show him sure. a little bit better. And Dempsey was jumping in too. Nice.
0: And that for for viewers, that's Jason Knolf on top, another obviously elite wrestler. So bone nickel watching Nolf on top and Greeley on back. Yeah, like watching yeah. and just it's like making mental notes. Nuts. And he's like, Okay, boom, boom, boom. You know, yep, it's, really, got it. it's really incredible. That is freaking nuts man
1: that's speaking Uh, of isaac yeah yeah yeah. so that was johnstown it was a fight that was
0: flood city recognize that um
1: i love this one because you know again it's not the action i didn't pick the action photos like i have some good you know like knockouts of huge slam a lot of huge slams but uh i really like the behind the scenes stuff and you could tell they there were so many i think this was the fight there were so many mad factory people that they had their own this is locker room yep there were just so many on this card and they really got to like strategize, and mm-hmm. I love seeing Isaac back there, like really thinking about what yeah, he wants him him. to do. That who was awesome. uh, who was he fighting? Isaiah was fighting. Uh,
0: I think uh, uh, Elijah Davis. Fought. Or Elijah? I'm sorry, Elijah. I think he fought Joe LaRocca on that card. Actually, he did. That's yeah. who he fought. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, and I think he, you know he was coming out, and Elijah knew like he's stronger in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Joe's like got some pretty wild he was strikes, nuts, dude. Yeah. So they were really warming up with like get you know getting their hands on him. Right. And then you see, like, I just wonder kind of like, what is Isaac really thinking about? Like, I know. There?
0: He's so good. Him and him and Dempsey are just such an elite duo in the corner for
1: sure. This was a great one, actually. I got a lot of shots from um, from that locker room. There was just like, I remember, just to a see a, few, a yeah. team. Because a lot of times, obviously, people might not know, but a lot of times it's like the red corner and blue yep. corner. There's all kinds of gyms mixed in. But here they could do a little bit more of what they probably would want to do. Mm-hmm. It was just them. Nice. So it's pretty cool we got oh geez
0: that's the next one that's uh, the one come on
1: i mean it sucks you know that we have this shot for this guy again some days you're the hammer some days you're the nail it's gonna happen to everybody probably who opts to compete in a combat sport it's inevitable Yep. but it's an incredible it's an incredibly timed shot right and it just so happened that you know they were a lot of times you can't control it if their backs are to you or the shots when they're like right underneath you get a little Mm bit tough like if you're just looking right down on them it just lined up so perfectly and uh obviously he took like a a bad knockout and uh you know you hate to see it plastered everywhere but it's it's like the timing was insane
0: yeah and i think your whole gallery you had a series i was just like on it i saw it kind of
1: happening and i just like hammered down yeah and it was like you could string it together and make it like a film
0: yeah it looks like a stop motion animation film or something like that and it's it was really just cool. a, it
1: was a crazy fight it's not like this guy just came out and got knocked out right it was a wild fight it and really i remember was. josh uh i think it was after the first rounds so that got into it it was crap i'm pretty sure it was after the first round he he like yelled at and it's so the bell hits and he yelled at me. he said I, he's like i like you he's like you're tough <laughs> and walked off to his corner i'm like dude that's josh sad. is this josh yeah, like wild man dude. yeah
0: i yeah. love josh obviously this was our knockout of the year and maybe the knockout of 247 of all time it was just that ultra clean i mean like you said for a photographer you mentioned how you're kind of just in the moment just watching but is this the kind of thing that you're praying hat like not that somebody gets knocked out but is this the kind of shot that a photographer dreams of or do you just not wanna, really yeah, yeah i
1: mean maybe i guess there would be maybe some sports photographers it doesn't you know for me it's just I, I kind of, am into all kinds of different photos for different reasons. And mm-hmm. I think I have some in here for, you know, that purpose of just yeah, yeah. being kind of inside when they're on the cage or for different reasons, I like different photos, but obviously this is kind of the moment, sure. you know, so yeah, you're, you're happy to catch it. But, uh, that was probably the cleanest one I've ever caught just yeah. be- because of their body position really is just kind of dumb luck of for where sure. they lined up. For sure. There's, there's a, there's a few others I have where I just like, wasn't quite even, uh, I think it was maybe julian mm-hmm. julian's like it's yep. kind of like often i caught it but he's like they're off to the right, right. of it where i couldn't quite square it up yeah and uh and this yeah one's i mean this one was just like right, right in there. my frame so you know the guy's a a monster and yeah he had a great fight and josh just lined it up got clean. it clean
0: i want to <laughs> shout out des ford too because he this was the first time that after a fight i'm you know, you always check in on guys. And he was fine right afterwards. He was totally with it and everything.
1: It was just a clean. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just hit him on the
0: button and it happens. But I actually let him know I was like, hey man, I just want to make sure it's okay with you. There's going to be pictures. We're going to show this knockout a lot. He's like, part of the game, bro. He's like, I totally understand. See, do what yeah. you got to do. He gets yeah. it
1: then. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they do. I I mean, I'm not a fighter like that. So I don't know how people <laughs> feel. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, if you're gonna do if you're gonna live this kind of lifestyle, you have to you're gonna have those moments on both sides of the yeah of the coin. So yeah, Josh, he's a wild man. He is a stout guy. Um, another stout guy, a little bit of a stout guy. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously have my people, uh, out here, but this was in Chicago and, uh, it was pretty cool. So this was actually just in last year and Mm -hmm. Mike went out and was like, well, I'm going to compete in this IBJJF in the adult division, which, you know, nowadays it's kind of being overrun with like really young people, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's getting tough, I think, for guys who are, these are like, there's like 7, 18, yeah. 20, 25. And, and they're, they're all so good. <laughs> they're so yeah. fast, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. So he went out there, and it was really cool to, you know, obviously, I didn't really catch his fight career. So to spend right. a bunch of time around him, and then I've seen him grapple a lot um, in, in tournaments, not obviously at the gym as well, but in some tournaments and stuff. Sure. And uh, it was really cool to just see him zone out. Mm. We were there. There's some other style people there, but he went into, like, his own that's cool we weren't even in the same room anymore oh wow he just was like okay headphones in i'm gonna start warming up that's awesome wrestling movement it's one of my it's on my page a bunch because i really like there's a series of this too and i I just liked seeing him like how's he getting in that mode to like flip that switch and there's a different photo i don't have it in this set and i'm waiting out on the mat and he's walking out somebody from like IBJJF always leads you out of kind of a bullpen Mm -hmm. and man like the look on his face i'm like damn that's awesome this guy's in the zone and he won he actually ended up taking gold there which is pretty crazy
0: that is yeah that's beautiful man and also i've never seen a picture and more instantly been sure somebody was a wrestler than this picture he was just yeah
1: (laughs) he was out there ready to wrestle and he did for a little bit and then uh i think in that match yeah he stayed on top used a lot of his like mixer passing that's And kind of dominated you know front headlock that's really cool it, nice. was a good, it, was, it was a good series of matches so that's that is a favorite of mine plus you know the other thing too a lot of this that's natural light i know that doesn't oh wow that doesn't uh probably mean a lot to your viewers sure. but so often i'm just under like lights at an event yeah and it can be good it can be fine but there's a huge wall of windows and for a photographer mm, i was like oh, thank god this is beautiful yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so more stout stuff I mean, it's Gary Tonin. Yeah,
0: I had to include this one. <laughs> How could you not? Yeah. You
1: know, one of the best to ever do it. He came in just December of 2022, last year. And uh, he needed some sparring partners because I think he had a one. Oh, okay. You know, so he had a fight coming up. Wow, that's that he interesting. He was kind of getting ready. Just didn't want to... Uh, he wanted to stay, obviously, you know, in shape and kind of Right. Wait. So right. They brought in very certain people for him in the mornings, um, every wow. morning. And they were sparring. I did get a bunch of pictures from that. And obviously warren's you know d1 former d1 wrestler and mm-hmm. spent his life in in grappling and jujitsu but he knows he's, what he's doing a little bit he knows what he's doing but it's you never see him strike mm-hmm. and i came in that morning was probably the second or third morning that that i'd shot gary sparring with our people and warren's kind of just over there checking it out and he looked at me he's like yeah i think i'm gonna jump in and i was like jump <laughs> what in, jump in how like <laughs> yeah, and you then just do? He, he came back out like five minutes later with like headgear and gloves and that is awesome I'm like is what guy, a moment I'm like is this guy getting in here right now <laughs> i mean not to question i mean obviously no yeah but i've never seen him just like gear up and he went out and sparred that's like sick. our people and then sparred and then wow I, when they were done he was like let's go do a bunch of wall work mm-hmm. just to like really push and these guys were both of them were like kind of drained that is and awesome. they were out there for a while just trading position on the wall Yeah. And uh, I just kind of sat down on the wall. I got a bunch of great photos from there, too. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was pretty crazy to see how how just capable that guy, both guys are.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, Gary, his transition has been really interesting, obviously, to, to MMA. But to have somebody, like you said, one of the best in the world in Pittsburgh, obviously a Henzo Gracie affiliate, too. So there's that cool kind of familial bond, I'm sure, with that whole Henzo Gracie lineage. So it's just this is just a really yeah. Cool I mean photo. Th- these two have yeah. spent a
1: lot of time together, right? You know because obviously right. they they trained together up in New York for yep. a long time when yep. you know Warren was was training with all these guys. So they have a lot of history and you can see it just the way they pick up and start yeah working on whatever they're working on. Um, so it was that was pretty cool. I
0: love this photo for also the out of focus somebody somebody's getting triangle, off a triangle yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, somebody's
1: getting that arm dragged across there. Yeah. I'm not sure who that is back there, but.
0: And that, that's part, I'm sure of being a gym photographer as well as you get a lot of stuff you don't even intend to, but there it is in the background. Happening. Yep. What we got next. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, this was out I love at this uh, one.
1: strong style. Yep. Yeah. So this was when we were driving out like every weekend to, to, um, this was Jessica I's training camp. Um, and it actually happened twice mm. because she had a fight against, um, is her name? Is it Manon. She's like French kickboxer in the US. This guy's gonna know, not me. Um, I don't come to be. I'm bad, I'm bad. I'm terrible with names. But uh, I think I think it was supposed to be. It was. A, I believe she's out of France, if okay. I'm not mistaken. And she's kind of long, and she's a kickboxer. And I believe that she, um, very similar. Like Brits, very tall. Yeah, like long arms.
0: I was super surprised. Sorry to cut you off, but. I met Britt for the first time at one of our events, like in person, I've obviously seen her online, but I was very surprised by how tall and lanky lean she was. I was like, I didn't realize. And that's
1: why she kind of got, I think, recruited to do that. Mm -hmm. so we were going out. Well, unfortunately she did that whole camp. And I think at the very end, she like, I don't know if she broke her nose, something happened Mm -hmm. and Jessica, I couldn't take the fight. And like, like at the last minute too, That's it was like, she went down to her light rounds. Like we're not going to do anything anymore. And I don't know. It wasn't with one of our people, but something happened and she's like well this is definitely not going to be healed Uh, so she had to not so then a second camp started up a little while later and we were going out there a lot and strong style is a very cool gym i think they're actually in the process of moving to a new space a building that they purchased but the one that we were at was still really impressive like really good mma program out there that i got to see because their practice would be wrapping up So like um and again i'm terrible with names but like i think it was alexa camorre okay guy out there he's a UFC <laughs> yeah. guy he was out there training I mean there's a bunch of people yeah. who are like real deal um I shot some of Josh Roller incidentally nice. before I even knew yeah, like he was yeah a, you know a, That's cool. a guy around here um and this was yeah just one of those things where they had the cage empty they would go in I wasn't really standing in the cage obviously they were kind of sure. getting after it but uh I love the I mean it was brutal rounds yeah they just get into it some of them you know we light at first but then it was like she wanted to feel a fight yeah yeah yeah, and uh, so they were doing a lot of cage work. I think in this instance too, because she knew she was going to be against a kick, uh, kickboxer. They want they were they wanted to close that space. Yeah, they yep. didn't want distance so she could do some, throw some weird kick up there. So it was. It ended up being a ton of, of uh, cage work. And I will say for for Brit's benefit, she never got took like taken down. Nice. She's a dog.
0: That's huge. Yeah, and yeah, I'm actually glad you said that because that was going to be like the the secondary reason I love this photo is that it's cool to see Brit get in work with such an elite level female fighter holding her own. And like you said, now in the past, obviously Brit's looking to make her pro debut soon. So this is kind of a fun, like this is the transition
1: it's happening, yeah, right? It here. was crazy to see because yeah. not just to interrupt
0: you guys, yeah. but is that Manon Fiora?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's who go. it was. Nice. I, I'm really, really, I am really terrible with names. Dude, but me too. Some, somehow it's in there.
0: I used to know like every UFC fighter in the world, but ever since I started working for two,
1: four, seven, yeah, I'm way more focused all on shredded local. Yeah yep yes yeah, so that was fun they were good trips out there um yeah this one probably the first time i shot lucas this is a guy josh Olson, who also has he fought for you guys he did yeah, yeah. Yep. okay because uh, he takes you know, fights around the area too sure but i think um we'll time will tell but i wonder if this will be like a bow nickel kind of Thing, nice. and i'll be pulling up one day like hey, yeah, look, yeah. i shot this photo of this guy back he's got this it's like really depicts who that guy is because i don't really know him well and i'm kind of getting to know him but he's definitely got that like swagger yep 100 percent. at first i was like i don't know how i feel about this yeah yeah, you know but then he's but he, he's got it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it <laughs> when just you is back like, it up yeah, yeah. and i yeah. think it actually just is like part of who exactly. he is yep. and when you see that you're like okay this isn't just some weird personality thing he's trying to like put on like up some clothing or something. It just actually is him. And I'm like, I love this guy. Yeah. That's I I love, that's exactly why I wanted to show this photo as well because to
0: me and anybody, any two, four, seven viewers who have seen Lucas fight for us, they've seen it as well. That's just who he is. This is him in training. That is him. Yeah. That's that's his hands are down. You can tell. He's like, let's go. Like, it's he's like so it. relaxed. It's Even crazy. in a still. You can tell. This
1: yeah. is an early, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is one of the first times I'm like, well, who is this guy? He's carrying his hands super low. Yeah. And he's so good. Like, and if he decides he's going to shoot, that's, that's going to be a problem that's it for, for you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. he's like, really, he has like, I mean, it's almost like, um, I'm trying to think, like, he's got this strange, like, he makes weird angle. He's going to be dangerous. Yeah. I, I think there really could be. Something big there. time potential there. Yeah, yeah. He's got strikes and he comes at things from like a different mm-hmm. perspective. And I've heard from the coaches, I can't remember which one said it to me, they were like, I've never seen somebody like backstage who was just like, Yeah, I'm we're good. Yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> like it's I've, so crazy. It's already, I think, like one in yep. his mind. Yep. Yeah. And then he, it's a matter of just getting out there and doing it. Yeah. Which probably makes him truly like a little bit different for sure.
0: He's pretty special, man. I, I really believe that too. And I think, you know, it sounds crazy to compare. To make this comparison but it reminds me of a lot of what you heard about john jones in his early like regional come up where like he was just doing shit that wasn't by the book just trusting himself kind of like
1: sean o'malley yeah sean o'malley, O'Malley too, i think for a sure. little bit yep. you know he doesn't have like the hair dyed yet but right. uh, yet he has that like <laughs> way that he carries himself and i almost think like i wonder if his striking is going to be how he, again sean o'malley finds this weird mm-hmm. ways to kind of like yep make angles I feel like I'm not, I'm not like a a high level striking guy or I I I don't, you can just write off what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe somebody will watch him and say like, we'll get Will to chime in. Yeah. Will can chime in. He definitely would know, but I feel like that's what I see from him. And Mm -hmm. I think obviously what always makes it so dangerous is like, if he decides he's going to take you down, he's going to take you down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's always an option for him.
1: Yeah, so that was a. I, I do like that photo. I'm kind of just getting to know him. He's at the gym a lot. He trains very hard. Yeah. But I remember shooting him and looking at this. I'm like, what is this guy all about? <laughs> and then yeah. once I finally got to know him, I'm like, nope, that's, that's, I caught him on camera truly just the way that, that is he is. And I, awesome. I actually love it. Yeah. Nice. Next up.
0: Yeah. Joe, That's probably from that fight. Yeah. yeah. How can you
1: not love this guy? Oh my God. He's the best. What, you should, you should He's start it. We should just film him. Honestly. Honestly, we should just walk around and probably like keep a camera on this guy in his daily life. Like what's a day like for this guy?
0: That's a great question. And I want to know, have you had him on here? No,
1: you probably should. I would love to have Joe LaRocca on the podcast. He was backstage. Where did I first shoot him? I can't remember what fight it was. Um, and I'm like, man, you can just same thing as kind of in a different way, you know, when you see people truly as they are. Yeah. Because with fighting, I'm sure that's just a tough thing to do. I mean, oh, I could man. never make Insane. that walk. Yeah. So a lot of guys have to build themselves up in different ways or put on a little bit of a different look. Yep. And I get it. Yep. I'm not. I wouldn't criticize that. But this guy is another guy who's just like, this is who he is.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. And
1: then I'm like, wow, backstage, I'm like, I could just tell this guy's like a little bit different than everybody mm-hmm. else back here. And then he came. Out. I'm waiting along, you know, kind of like the long walk. I'll right. usually go down, as you know. We have another right. photographer stays up the cage. I'll, you know, go down and try to get people as they're walking out. And the safety dance comes on, <laughs> and I'm yes. like, yes, I'm like, who is this guy? Just like, what? He's what is going? Favorite. And he's really good.
0: Yeah, super talented, man. Yeah, blew me really away. Good.
1: He, he comes out with like some ferocity too. You wouldn't. He like a truck. dude. I bet he does. Yeah. Did
0: you see? He got a nine uh, second knockout when it so yeah happened yeah.
1: like right below me. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those ones where it, I don't know if it was this one or not. This this could have been a, a different fight, but it, I think it actually might be that knockout where he kind of just like charged. Yeah. And then it happened like right underneath of me.
0: Yeah. He's got he. I mean we we did a whole like la segment on the podcast before just praising him and he he's such an interesting guy he's so lovable he's like seriously one of the nicest guys i've ever met in my life yeah. no hyperbole like just a genuinely chipper golden retriever type guy that you just love to be
1: around even and, after his fight with i think it was with elijah like the two of them were just yeah, hanging out yeah after the great fight you know just you, super you happy literally can't not like this guy like even jacob
0: loafert who he knocked out in nine seconds probably probably loves joe LaRock. he should I mean, he <laughs> yeah, should
1: yeah. It's just like this guy's a, a, a great a great character yeah. man i would hang out with this guy for sure so he he walked out in a golden girl's shirt for that second the second one and yeah and what was the song for that too it's it not like, unusual yeah it was a really good choice so
0: good dude I he, love he's he,
1: beautiful and the mullet obviously speaks for itself it's nice yeah. it's a good touch yeah. <laughs> joe oh yeah i love this one i'm in the back seat yeah this was really dark so it's actually not that great of a, a photo like it's kind of pixelated there was like no light There was just that light yep. from the cage and uh you know obviously he Miguel is like I, I keep telling him I'm like I don't have any good photos of you because you go into the cage and you fight for 26 seconds yep. each time yeah it's really hard to right. work with 20 to 30 seconds of, <laughs> so I'm like I would love to get you some cool photos yeah. from like your actual fights but he just won't stay in there for very like long yeah. enough for me to do it so uh this was a, a good one, too. You know, I don't think people, you know, being backstage, it's it's definitely a special thing because it takes so much, I think, to make that walk. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a local or regional, whatever it is, you're going out there in front of a bunch of people right. their cameras, and it's you at that point, you know? Right. You could get knocked out. You could get... It takes a lot of guts. Dude, like I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. And so to watch the whole process through the night of people, how they get ready and what they're, some of these guys bring sleeping bags and lay down on the floor and try to mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, I'm sure they're not sleeping. They just want to rest. they in yeah, yeah. headphones. Some of the guys like to be really active and get up and kind of move. You know, everybody has a ritual mm-hmm. and it's cool to see that. I mean, it's the same in music really, to some extent. It's just a lot less, I think probably a lot less pressure. Sure. Um, Everybody has, if you've been touring uh, long enough, you sort of do have a ritual too. Like, when do you warm up? Mm -hmm. Do you have a drink back there? Probably not good for them to drink whiskey, but like, (laughs) you know, we all have our little rituals once the time is getting close to when you're about to head out. And so it's kind of cool to see. And this was just part of his warm up. Really, really dark back there. But then like the lights kind of, you know, came from the cage. I'm like, man, it's getting close to time. There has to be butterflies. There has to be. Um, So it's like, you can almost feel. hard to describe unless you've been back there but it's like man you can kind of feel something in the air i know so uh, it's so
0: special man it really is and that's why i i hear it bothers me when casual fans like talk shit on fighters all the way up to the ufc level because of exactly what you're describing and the courage that it does take them to make that walk
1: enormous amounts insane yeah i think that's probably like glossed over too much yeah you know and i really wasn't it darren was it darren till at one point he was saying like he had a fight and he was in the back and he was genuinely thinking about ways to like get out of it. Like it was, Mm. he was about to walk. There's you could look it up. I think it was Darren Till. And he was like, man, I was back there and warm It's getting close to my fight. And he's like, I wonder if I could just go to my people and be like, I have this something happened. I'm messed up, you know? And he's (sighs) like, you'll feel he's just, that's, I think it's probably a natural, like fight truly fight or flight response. Right.
0: It happened to us once since, since I've been involved, we had a fight. The guy made weight. And this was still whenever like COVID restrictions were in place. So you had to get a swab as well the day of just to make sure you didn't have it going into the cage. Yep. He got the swab, which was like 3 p.m. Fight start at 7. By 6 p.m. he was just gone. And we called him, tried everything, texted him, called him, had to eventually tell his opponent like he's He's gone. He left.
1: (laughs) Did he ever take a fight again? I don't Anywhere? not
0: that I've seen I've seen him booked to fight but I don't know that they ever actually happened mm-hmm.
1: so I, I, don't I wonder know. if it was just like a thing where you get back there and realize man it's just not it isn't for me not for me yeah and that's okay that's what makes these people different exactly the, you know just even being able to get down that yep that first time exactly make that walk and it's get nuts. in there yeah yeah to stay within yourself is a lot and I love to see people back there in their elements so we should take our hats off to takes a lot of courage, yeah, and, and I, a lot of respect for everybody, win, lose or draw,
0: for sure. I think the last one I picked for very similar reasons. This is one of my favorite ones you've ever taken. Yeah, it's I mean Hunter Starner.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a lonely thing back there, right? Yeah, you know, I I love being like I said. I mean, I, not to be redundant, but I love being back there because it's like what what's going through your mind? You know, are you playing it out? How are you handling those nerves? Yeah. you know, um. I don't know. Yeah, there was something about like just the little little light and he was probably killing time, you yep. know, probably not fighting for a few more rounds because guys will get up, start moving, start hitting pads. Absolutely. And uh, that one is, you know, you're with your I did a lot of shots, I think, in the set that I gave you with coaches because mm-hmm. you're not alone When I mean, you have a team behind you have people in your corner. But it is on you. Yep. At the end of the day. Yeah. You know, and you can kind of see him right there just within Like he's just within himself, you know.
0: Absolutely. This was a huge the context makes this one even better. I think it was he was six and zero fighting Cam Allgaier, who was also six and zero for the title. It was a huge amateur fight where you knew the winner was going to turn pro and was ready for pro. So this was like his final boss, so to speak, of the amateur ranks. So yeah. it, it just had that extra gravity to the bout, and I love, even though it is like very regional mma to have a lamp like that backstage I, i'm so I happy love you did it. though i love it
1: i know i'm yeah. so happy you guys have i wish they had the lamps back the yeah. last time they weren't there at all and i'm like put the lamps back yeah there's i think so we've much upgraded but that there's something about this picture there's a I lot of like love. um ones where people are just it's just on the gloves so it's more probably mm-hmm. for like your website or things like that right you can't even tell who it is yeah but right. i'll do a lot under the light when people you know like really close yeah. in yeah and you, uh i like that kind of stuff.
0: I get. Obviously, I get excited for the photo sets in general after fights. I always am like, oh, let's see what Paul and Chris got. But like your miscellaneous folders are always my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I like to do the random
1: yeah. little stuff, yeah. you know. So this is, yeah, I did a lot of like, I think I gave you a lot of the behind the scenes. Yeah. Kind of stuff. I enjoy that more. And Chris does get to roam like he will roam around back there. But. He's kind of camera one. So he has a little bit more stressful and right. important job where he needs to he needs to be up the cage. Sure, He needs to walk into the cage like when we have a winner. Exactly. Um, so he's making sure that he's like anchored around yep. that activity. I do get to float around a little bit more. And then I always go up to the cage and shoot like as a second camera during the fight. But yep. every once in a while I'll be like floating off in the distance. Like there's just something cool Perfect. happening. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of uh, some individuals. And they're all, you know, all these people are like really unique people. I think it's kind of how I ended up getting so sucked into all of this is mm-hmm. like I lived on imagine like you lived on this little island for decades now and we're out in the middle ocean we're stuck on this island nice island I like it it's filled with artists and writers and poets and people who you know work on films and musicians and all this stuff mm-hmm. and that's just what I kind of knew it's like a right. bunch of different people that are tend to be I don't know a little outcast maybe or just think a little bit differently or you know um just kind of doing their own thing, marching right. to the, the beat of their own drummer. And then one day, about four years ago, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go for a swim," <laughs> you know. And I was trying to. I was. I decided I wanted to work out. Met this guy named Mike Guffey, and like I, kind of was just going through like a rough patch. I'm like, "Well, this is either gonna go further down this dark road, or I could do something proactive and try to just like break out of this mindset." Sure. So I thought, well, I've ne- believe it or not. <laughs> I've never worked I'm not a big workout guy <laughs> so I looked this guy up just like a personal trainer and uh his, and I ended up at stout and so he was lifting weights in the back and that then he would awesome. grapple every day going past the mats you know mm-hmm. and now I'm meeting these fighters and I'm like so it's like you're on this island one day you swim off of it and you come to this other island and you're like wait a minute there's a bunch of misfits over here like <laughs> they're the same way these people this who are a awesome. yeah. little bit different you know but they all I don't know that like all the artists over here are aware that we have like brothers and friends over on this other Island, you know? So it's like, now it's kind of all gelling for me that these people are just, they're my kind of people.
0: You couldn't have said it better. So so
1: the more I meet them, it's like, you know, the more I want to be involved, but obviously I can't, you know, I can't help train these people. I I can't, I can't be a great training partner for every once in a while. Like I'll just be a body for some like grappler where they just want some reaction Mm -hmm. and drilling or something, but that makes sense. I'm never going to be a, able to really help people in, in any way besides so this is a great way that I was right. like, wow, how can I kind of it's it's a
0: funny point and to continue the UFC 285 times we had the Bo nickel photo earlier I heard Dana White's post fight interview he described John Jones as working with an artist like he's tough to wrangle he kind of like you said marches to the beat of his own drummer it is interesting how those two worlds overlap and in your case that's what I found super appealing was like you were obviously very and are high-level musician have lived the touring musician's life now being so invested in local MMA and re-grappling all of that being able to see the similarities you have a super unique perspective oh it's on it. it's so yeah. cl-
1: it's the same exact I mean honestly mm-hmm. they're they're different subjects but it's the same it's almost like the same exact path yeah and that's why people will say like I don't know somebody online was like oh you go to the gym and you sell all these photos to people like kind of a snide comment I'm like brother I don't sell any of these photos <laughs> to people <laughs> yeah. like I know what it's like to try to build something that you're trying to get through like the eye of a needle. It's so hard in music. It's Mm -hmm. gotten way harder over the years to like actually, you know, scratch out some living. You need a lot of help along the way and you need support. That's what makes a scene. A scene is not made by just the musicians there. Mm -hmm. The scene is made by the promoters, the venues, the fans, the support, you know, a whole cast of people. And to me, it's the same thing here you get all these guys and and these women who are trying to make it through the eye of a needle, but they need, you know, a venue. They need gyms to support them. They need fans to come. They need sponsors. They need content. They need photos. If I can take some photos and I'm not taking like, you know, I'm not taking money out of someone's hand. They don't, they can't afford it. They don't have the ability to hire a photographer around the clock. If I can do it and give some people some photos that, um, I mean, obviously I have lots of room for improvement and it's something that I think I can continue to get better at but if it gives them like a little bit of help yeah i'm happy to do it
0: if you can ease one tenth of what they need taken care of that's awesome
1: yeah so i sure. think like if you want to be part of a scene no matter what it is it doesn't matter if it's music fighting something else you have to find you're part of it no matter mm-hmm. even if you're not the person who's the painter or whatever yep. it is yep you have to find the way that like you can get in there and you yep. can try to like uplift it a little bit so i think you know it does help having spent so much time around music and understanding like yeah, that DIY Identical. kind of ethos and yeah.
0: You know. Were there any photos that we didn't show that you were hoping I would pull um, up? Let's we can see. Do that. Yeah, let's see. Danny, for you, obviously, you won't have them loaded in, but I'll edit them in after the fact. For um,
1: you. there was one. So I think there's been like two times, and this was one of them. Where's like the? Uh, I think it's number. Let me, I'll find it real quick. Hold on, because I can yeah, see. No I think it is number nine. Christian and Marshall Roberts. Okay. This is a good. This is a good story. Again, not the best photo because I'm like way on the sidelines at an IBJJF. Like they won't let you, you have to get a media pass to be down on. It's oh, kind of okay. hard to get like, gotcha. down on them. Gotcha. They've got their few people to do it. And at the top of the year, like if you apply, they're always like, oh, there's no more. Mm-hmm. You know, they've yeah, have got their right. few people of course. to do it. So I'm shooting from kind of far away. And this is a a stout guy. Uh, and they, the other guys from actually Pedigo, Daisy Fresh. I don't know if you've ever heard of mm. those guys. Marshall Roberts, I think is his name. Okay. Christian Schaefer kind of throwing the, the guillotine. Crazy match. And I think in Christian meddled here, but uh pretty high level gym out yeah. of the Midwest and they're tough. Like they're known okay. as being like really, really tough. You just, said they were out of the Midwest. I already knew that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so kind of scrappers. Yeah. And a lot of them have come up and made a, a pretty big names for themselves. And so we knew that this was a, this was going to be a tough one. And yeah. the kid wrestled a lot, which was surprising. Um, I didn't know that he was, I didn't think he was going to do that, but Mike Wilkins is standing like just to my right. And, He shot like the next time and shot his head right into Christian's nose and you could hear it. I'm like, it broke. I mean, it was a huge Mm. sound. People said they heard it like rose up into Mm -hmm. the, and it's bleeding profusely. So they stop. They try to like stop the bleeding. They pack it. So now he can't breathe out of his nose. That's good. They start again. It immediately starts like bleeding all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to get worried because it's like, the third time i think definitely like the third or fourth time we'll just be like this can't yeah, continue yeah. we We're can't done. keep taping this kid up right yeah. but i'd never really seen him be tested in this way and this was one of two times i've seen people like ascend mm-hmm. and it was both times that happened they actually weren't in the fight like doing something it was outside of it so they've taped this kid up again and he's off the side mike's kind of like losing his mind sure. because he's not sure how he's going to react this kid's right bleeding he can't breathe and he's yelling He's like it's time he's like there's not much time left you're up he's like big boy, this is big boy time. Like, gotta dig deep. And I like, Christian, like kind of just like puffed his chest up a little bit and just gave like this little, like knot and waved Mike off. And I was like, holy Like I got this shit, shit coach. Yeah. yeah. dude. I, it was the, it gave, like gave me chills. Cause, That's like awesome. I watched him. He didn't need to be coached. And Mike was, I think, wondering like, is he gonna just dig deep or is this gonna, you know, is he gonna make a mistake and let this guy take it at the last minute? And man, he just kind of like, yeah. just that little like wave off. I was like, wow, that's awesome. I feel like I just watched this guy like go
0: leveled up. Yeah. yeah. And so much of that I think is instinctual for a lot of these guys. Like we talked about Siebert earlier. Some dudes just have it. Like Christian has it. He didn't need it. Yeah. It's dog. in him. It's in it's you. he got the him. dog in you. It like truly is. Yeah. I
1: think that's overused, but then you it's see true. people in yeah. there, you know, like it's, yep. it's overused and applied to maybe some people sure. who sure. it shouldn't, you know, it, it did turn be. into a meme. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's certain people when you see it and I've seen it a couple times and I was like, wow, man, that was a, that's huge. It was a pretty crazy one. So I was really happy to be there for that. And I was happy to see him. Uh,
0: I oh. was happy to see him.
1: What was the second
0: time you were thinking of? You said you saw it happen. It's actually with Brit. Oh, okay. Um, nice.
1: We were, they would go out there and spar and uh, have hard rounds with Jessica. Ai, and then, um, you know, legendary coach, Marcus Marinelli, it's mm-hmm. like Stipe's guy. They would yeah. take them to the back. In, in a gym and work out i mean after like crushing rounds yeah and then he would run them through he's like a big um what was the big uh power gym out there in cleveland um he was like big big with those guys God. so i mean he's I like nothing, deep yeah. into he's deep into all the okay. like hard hard lifting like yeah, yeah. it's just, like i was dying watching them do this <laughs> yeah. after like after they just got done with rounds that's insane and he was putting like brit through like the craziest test of a human being on mm-hmm. all sorts of like contraptions and machines she's on one thing doing something he's like punching her in the stomach <laughs> i'm like what is, ha- like, what is has happening has right now and uh, she was on i think it was like a like some kind of leg machine and i mean just nothing left like going rounds. So he would start and then like push 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 and then at the end it's like go even faster wow it's just like dude how are you doing this and at the very last one very last thing she's doing it's like nothing nothing left in the tank and he's trying to see like, what, yeah. what is she going to do? Yeah, yeah. Like, who, who is this person in front of me? And just as he's like, asked her, she went like, not just at like the pace she'd been going, but like way past Ugh, it and dug nice. deep. And I'm like, nice. Oh my God. Like it was another moment where you just kind of saw somebody. I'm like, what just happened here? Yeah. And she left, like she walked out of the room and he turned to a couple of us and he was like she has a championship mentality. Hell yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just noticed that. (laughs) I just saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just saw that happen. So it's funny to like both times it wasn't like in a scrap or in a, even -hmm. though Christian was in a, definitely in a war, it was just these little things that happened where you're like, wow, I don't have that in me. That's really interesting. A lot of people don't have that for sure. For sure. So it was really kind of unique to like, it's burned in my mind for a few people where you're like, wow, these people are really special people there's something there yeah, yeah something different there so that was a cool one um that's why i pulled that one um let me just scan through them real quick yeah i mean i think that that you know it's a great photo there was such a good fight too and there's definitely more action scenes but that comma and and josh roller uh photo says a lot sorry, about like two what number is it uh 28 okay. nice oh yeah yeah this one's beautiful
0: i i love this one
1: yeah i mean i just think it says a lot about who these people are you know mm-hmm. and and their sportsmen like their sportsmanship you know yeah. and it's yeah there's just something about it that I like they had a hard fight yeah and they pushed to the end and i mean they grappled hard and they, they cut each other up and as soon as it was over you know they this, were ready to just like congratulate each other yeah. and walk off yeah um, i thought it was just actually like a really kind of beautiful moment
0: absolutely um yeah. So Obviously. I was happy
1: it's. There's so many better. I think for like the sports photographers, they'd be like, "Man, there's so so much action that I shot." Yeah. But yet, this is pretty much like my favorite. I think it's my favorite shot from that that fight.
0: Yeah, I think I agree with you. And and it, there's so much more even after the fact. At the time, nobody knew Kama was going to retire from MMA after this fight, but that ended up happening. Maybe Josh knew here. Maybe he didn't. That makes the photo very interesting to me too. Like did Kama tell him right then? Like that. Yeah, was same. Me. Like you can kind of not- tell. Like yeah, he's ready to. Yep. Yep. Like that, even, even Kama's expression versus Josh. Like, I don't know. There's so much about this photo that I absolutely love. But yeah, like you said, insanely close fight. At this point, neither guy knows who won.
1: No, because like it that, did go. Yeah. We were on the actually, I am obviously standing right in front of them. So they fought to my left a lot. Yeah. And it got crazy over there. I don't remember, you know, if you yeah. remember, like then Josh like started really throwing like yep. some bombs when he had Kama up. up against, against the cage. Yeah. Yeah. It I'm was like, close. oh my God. I'm like, this is tide about to turn I know. in this fight. And, uh, I, I, I don't always, re- again, I don't always remember those details because yeah. I'm kind of not taking in the right. fight as a fight. I'm taking mm-hmm. in like, just, I totally get that. Yeah. A, a frame that's in front of me, you know? Yep. Um, so yeah, that was one. And then I'm always a big fan of like, if you go to 13, this, this one kind of like actually like threw me a bit. The only time I've been in around the cage, uh, number 13,
0: yeah, I'm trying. i don't know, it's not scrolling, nice.
1: I'm like, i love when you get that <laughs> glance but all, like i i love when people just aren't aware of the camera then just kind of catch that glance yeah but also i was caught con- like he s- looked at me for a while i'm like did i offend this guy somewhere? Like, <laughs> is he gonna fight me now? i was it was the only time i'm up there i'm like what is this dude like you know Dan- he's a i love this guy <laughs> he's, he's i got some awesome. great photos of of him um in this match but he like for some reason i don't know what it was i don't know if he's looking past me or he just was kind of looking at the camera huh, or what. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm like, well, I haven't said any, you know, I'm yeah, just a yeah. quiet guy dressed in black. <laughs> what am I shooting, doing, bro? <laughs> but I kind of like it because he really was.
0: Yeah. Dan Walters is the man. If this if this was the Clayton Lee fight, obviously it was like a fight of the year candidate. Did it? No, it didn't win. But funny enough, common Josh Roller won fight of the year. But this was a, definitely a strong runner up. I want to point out the ringside doctor giving Dan's coach bunny ears for some reason.
1: Yeah, on I, th- there? I don't know. I think he was <laughs> checking out. Um, did he check out like that eye? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He Kind of came sure. in to, just to make How sure. How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, he was leaving, I think. But uh, I think he did have a little bit of a, a cut. Yeah, that well, was
0: that was a fantastic fight. Dan's a really really solid amateur fighter. Not sure I'd
1: ever seen him fight before, actually. And I yeah. think I really yeah ended up liking uh, liking his style a lot. Um, what's the gym? Did he? high ground yeah jiu-jitsu. exactly And those yeah. guys seem great so actually if you go to um let's if you go to seven that's at their um i think they have a couple spots if i'm not mistaken exactly. but this one was in i think Monroeville. okay and that's great you should most people should know it's nice. grace gundrum you know world champion black belt like 115 pound woman yeah. it's international women's day i think this is a great photo oh, nice for that because at 115 pounds she would she could kill destroy everyone
0: in here probably yeah. at the same time
1: i i think it yeah it's it's very possible yeah yeah yeah. i think it's very possible um we'd be in a lot of trouble it would be way harder than we would ever want it to be it would be way harder and we would get uh, at least two out of three of us would get probably a serious injury Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. if it was like true fight or flight you know and she's just she's just fighting us that guy there i don't know but i'm guessing he's probably i don't know 185 pounds yeah he was a pretty big guy and he was wrestling he was going like this was after a seminar and so sometimes it's just like flow. Like I jumped mm-hmm. in and had some rounds with different people from, um, 10th planet Bethlehem or okay. on the other side yep. of the state. Great gym. And I've made a lot of friends out there. I've shot out there. I've shot some tournaments out there and they came through and high. And so I think it's a good tie in because, um, high ground hosted this seminar mm-hmm. and this guy was kind of going a little bit and she was just like, okay, we're good. I'll yeah. just go to your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did some really I do this slick. A lot. She has a lot of really slick, Moves and submissions, and I've grappled with her twice now. Um, and probably the best grappler I've ever. And I've gone with some Mm -hmm. pretty high level people, but I think to be that weight obviously, I'm not a heavy guy, sure, and to have like ultimate control over people still shows that, like, when you're at that level and have that level of technique. This stuff really works yeah look how calm she literally looks like she's she about was, to take a nap yeah like, and, and it was just like this face <laughs> sunday driving the car <laughs> yeah, dude. it was just another day in the office she was just kind of like probably for her flowing around this guy was getting after it a little bit people are and i was in a doorway actually and i looked back and she was just like yeah hey, what's up yeah kind of hanging out so that was that's a good tie into that one and um,
0: funny enough just to take it back to dan real quick you said you don't think you ever saw him fight before he fought for us at b 12, and that was the one you had to miss with your back injury, I think. Oh, probably. So funny enough, you, that yeah. was probably the first time you ever saw him. Yeah. Yeah, I got messed up
1: in grappling. How was your back, by it's the way? It's good. Yeah, okay, it was good. fine. I mean, it was only a few weeks, you know. Good. Actually, Isaac put me back together. Nice. I went, oh. I went up there a few times. I was messed up. I got dropped in, like, um, there was, like, wrestling, like, feet to floor, and I mm-hmm. got, you know, Sometimes people don't know I am a little light. So if they get in on it and it's like, you know, good yeah. single, like I'm, I'm in the air I'm, sometimes. I'm way
0: down, yeah. Yeah. And
1: I remember landing and like continuing on through the practice, but I'm like, that was a bad one, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like a day later, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm actually this like, is bad. It's it was actually like yeah, really bad. Yeah. And, uh, I, I lived with it for like two or three days and then I, uh, ended up messaging Isaac. I'm like, man, I'm in such pain. This like isn't happening. I'm like yeah. having trouble like standing up. Yeah. And he was like, dude, get up here yeah and i went up there i think ended up being like three or four times in a week he was like come back tomorrow you wow what do again? he was like come back tomorrow and those guys man they really put me together well, that was in texas while
0: we're talking about him again not a great
1: not a great photo because it got really pixelated because i'm way far away mm-hmm. i used like a telephoto for this one because again i couldn't get a pass this was at worlds he won uh in the black belt division insane um it was it was a crazy and he had a lot of hard matches it was like six or seven matches and uh you know, just catching that moment where he's just kind of giving thanks. But I was way up in the stands and, and got to catch it. This was a good story, actually, about the kind of guy that Isaac is. I like, go up to the Mad Factory, I train up there. Sometimes I love this guy. I love a lot of their people up there. Um, he is a truly unique individual. Yeah. I mean. And everybody says it, but it is hard to articulate. Yeah. Um, there's been a few people in my life that I've known. A friend's mother was like this where how do you have, uh, this is something I think we should all strive for, but how do you have the capacity in your mind and in your heart to like care for that many people? Yeah, dude. It's hard to do. It gets really hard as an adult when you have a family and when you have a team and you have a business and you have employees. Now, how do you look beyond that and still like make space for people? So this was at worlds. I decided kind of stupidly, i'm like well i've never competed in jiu-jitsu why don't i do worlds mm, makes why, sense. why wouldn't you yeah. instead of doing never like, fought let's maybe, go to the ufc yeah, let's go yeah. yes <laughs> exactly like instead of just doing your local tournament or whatever yeah, yeah. my friend vince who is a bit of an instigator was like Dude, you should just he's like i'm not a texas do worlds let's you know it, so i did it in a master's division so it's people my you know closer to sure. my age and uh So he won Black Belt. He left like the next day and it had to go somewhere important, if I'm not mistaken. Like he was in a camp, of course, doing something like with a Bellator, but some, somebody who is an actual athlete, right. (laughs) Who deserves like his time and attention. 10 o'clock the night before I'm going to compete, I get a text message and it's Isaac. And he's like, Hey, I know you have a match tomorrow. Like, you know, be yourself, have fun, show people your jujitsu, blah, blah, blah. Then sends this like wrestler's creed. It's this really uh, beautiful creed of just like you know again kind of look doing things for a bigger purpose, looking beyond yourself, etc. And I said the next day I was staying with like uh, Vince and Mike Wilkins and a few people down in Texas, and I'm like, how did this guy remember to do that? Hey, I'm not like I don't train in his gym. Mm-hmm. We are we are buds, you know, but it's not like I'm his best friend or right. anything. Right? How in the hell did he even like have that in his mind that he's like, okay, tomorrow. Should definitely send this before his his match, dude. And Mike was like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's, that's, that's, guy. Yeah. Yep. that's that kind of Yeah, That's the kind of guy he is.
0: It's it's really like you said. It's hard to articulate unless you've experienced it. But the the second layer, or there's so many layers, but the part of that that strikes me the most with him is that he didn't set a reminder in his phone, like text Paul Luke before probably, he probably not. <laughs> like, like I I do shit like that. Like yeah. I try to remember, and if I don't, I don't do it. Yeah. He's just such a naturally caring it's hard like you said to explain how invested he is in so many different levels plus having his own family plus running successful businesses plus all the young guys in the you know actual wrestlers
1: in middle school and you know uh high school and all these fighters that he looks after i just don't know how you have that capacity i'd like to get there i'm trying to be same better for like all my friends and people you know exactly i think it's something to strive for especially as you're in adulthood it's like look we got to be better this is what makes the world a better place couldn't so he definitely is that person who's just kind of living it yep and i think that's the best way to kind of exemplify is just do it not not talk about it but uh i still haven't cracked that that code quite you know quite yet
0: (laughs) i was i'm trying to find i don't know if i have it like handy on my computer yeah there's a mock-up of it i was gonna say our hall of fame Plaque for isaac used that photo too so thank you oh yeah for that. i forgot so, about that yeah nice that, this was the mock-up yeah oh yeah there you go yeah the real versions back there it looks even better fine yeah it does this yeah. was the mock-up
1: and what and deserved yeah i mean that guy insane he is the man um yeah i mean there's a bunch here but i think those are yeah co- we've covered some good ones i'm just kind of scanning through to to see if there's anything else there that
0: my my favorite thing, man, about your photos, and like I said, it caught oh Ryan's here. Oh no. Shut it oh. down. Shut down the podcast. It's over. It's over now. Oh, the well. New
1: mics. They're dude, great. This new mic nice.
0: stand, yeah. They're these yeah. are sick, dude. Yeah, shout out new mic stands. Thanks, Ryan.
1: <laughs> the Ultima.
0: Yeah. We had the ones we had before were like these long arms that kind of got in the way in the frame and stuff. And they're they were nice when we Googled <laughs> We actually Googled, like, what does Joe Rogan use? And then tried to buy the shit that he was using. We got the mic stands that they said he was using at the time, and it was just like, these aren't good. The boss is here. Testing,
1: testing. Bosses are It's nice, right? Yeah, they're awesome. I'm enjoying it.
0: We should turn this went,
1: off. Went through we so many good photos. Through. We went through a bunch.
0: Yeah, you missed a lot of good photos. Let's... I'm going to hand select one to finish on here,
1: Paul. Yeah.
0: This is awesome.
1: That was a good one, too. Yeah. I think um, if I'm not, I'm trying to remember who won that fight. I think it Edwin was, won. Did yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, for sure. And uh, it's another one of those things where people just don't see behind the curtain, mm-hmm. you know, that there is a lot of respect. I'm yeah. sure there's a few times where it's like, man it's just bad blood or something. I'm sure there's, I haven't seen a ton of that. I'm sure there's people just kind of like go their separate ways after. Yeah. But a lot of times it's like, man, there's just so much mutual respect for it's done. It's done.
0: You know, there is more of this than bad blood for sure. But we, we see the bad blood once in a while too. Edwin, specifically you can't hate edwin vera no you just can't (laughs) he is pretty he
1: is pretty like i don't i couldn't see him really holding too much of a a grudge i think he can build himself up definitely he has his routine back there where he gets in you know you're going into a fight and he goes in there and he he goes to work but um i think it's just more of a a a love for the game and not like a dislike for for the opponent exactly the actual opponent so you know people don't see this stuff back there either there's, yeah. there's a ton of respect so i always try to catch stuff like this when it happens
0: yeah and edwin's one of those guys who just fights with his heart completely honestly when he loses he takes it ter- devastatingly yeah hey yeah. these guys work
1: really hard exactly you know yep. i'll go through a week and it's like if i catch like the Matt factory and i catch stout and i go you know to a couple different gyms they're at all of them yeah they're at all these practices they put a lot of work into this so yeah it's not as if this is, you know, a little hobby or something for them. So, yeah. And to not get the results you want, it's going to sting. Exactly.
0: And we are, obviously, we try to do things at an extremely high level for regional MMA. We try to, like, break the mold of what people expect a regional promotion to look like, but we're not oblivious to the fact that we are a regional promoter. This isn't the UFC. They're going out there for very little exposure, recognition, amateurs, no money besides ticket commissions and things like that. Like, for Edwin to go out there and take a loss, it, it's so much. You lose in the UFC, okay? Maybe you're still bringing home 100k though. Yeah, like you got yeah. a good job, you got a good paying job. Like you can probably live with that. Still got awesome high level sponsors. Makes it sting a little less. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it helps. I've never gotten a 100k payday myself, but still waiting. <laughs> yeah, I there's feel like still, it would be cool if somebody wants to like give me 100k. I'll let you know. How there's it still is. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's right. still time. So right. But yeah, man, it's uh we're we're honored truly, man, to have you capturing these moments because from the beginning, like I said, I appreciated your eye and your creative instinct. And I think as we just showed with those photos, there's a good knack of you understanding powerful moments, not just the Dez Ford Josh Vasoki That's a traditional, gotta get that shot right. But then the Hunter Starner under the lamp, Edwin and Austin Martinez embracing like you have a really good understanding. Of where to be and what's important so thank you for that dude
1: well i appreciate you giving me the opportunity it's been fun i've um, done a bunch now and uh yeah i'm just kind of looking to see where i fit in and hopefully look back on it all one day and ca- you know capture a little moment in you know kind of combat sports around this area mm-hmm. and i actually think right now and you guys are playing a big part of this that there's a little something happening yeah i can see it you know it kind of goes back to music where you start to see like different parts of the country and like man there's this there's something happening in this city yep. there's a little scene popping up you know there's really good artists and bands coming out of this town for whatever reason right now yeah it seems like that's a pittsburgh thing right now for for mma sure
0: we we definitely feel it too man that means a lot though that that you're noticing it that i know a lot of fighters have texted us noticing it it's there's a lot of cool anecdotes that feel really good, obviously, when, when it comes up. If somebody says they got a fight and somebody's like, is it for 247? Like, they just assume it's for us. Like, that's all that's really cool. But, dude, we have so much work to do and we're going so, like 2023 is going to be huge. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Hey, wait. I mean,
1: you know, you have to have a platform. Right? Yeah. And you're providing that platform. Yeah. So if it wasn't here, then I think all these people would be going to other towns. Exactly. And There's a little bit of that. You have to right? to find competition. But, Absolutely. Um, It's an important part of the scene you have to have a platform to go and get fights and you guys are bringing in people from you know ohio new york west virginia and uh i think it can only grow um everybody just has to realize that again you know creating that thing is not just one element it's not just fighters it's not just gyms it takes a whole bunch of people around it to kind of make that thing work and all the fans too i mean if you're a fight fan and you're not coming out and catching some of this in person. I just don't understand that. I don't
0: get it either. I, I said it on a, maybe the last podcast we did actually. Huge Steelers fan my whole life. I would rather go to a regional MMA show, even not ours, just any regional MMA show than a Steelers game. Yeah, like, it's the like
1: energy is so much. It's different. so different. Yeah. I'm not a huge sports guy in general, you know, but like, for instance, I don't know if I go to hockey games, man, it's so different. Yeah. You know, you yeah. watch a hockey game on TV. It's fine. Yeah. You watch a hockey game in person. So oh, my God, better,
0: dude. so much
1: better. It's so like tactile when you're yep. there and you hear that crunching on the board, all that. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. You know, you have to go and actually and actually, you know, see some fights.
0: But yeah, I use that's funny. I use that example all the time. I'm like the the two sports that benefit you seeing them in person most are hockey and MMA, period. Uh, I yeah. can totally see yeah. that. Yeah. In my opinion, I've never been to a like a Formula One race. I could see that also being way different. I've been person. to some like Le Mans stuff. OK, and there is sweet. something to, yeah, yeah, to be I'm said sure for that like the earth
1: shaking when they're coming around, yeah. you know, the sound of it. So I've, I've done some of that stuff for nice. sure. But uh, yeah, this is this is definitely something that I think if you're into it, you know, maybe you train before, maybe you train at a gym now, like you have to get out there. That's what makes it happen. Yeah. Um. So if you want to see people ascend, a big part of it is actually just getting out there and for supporting sure. them. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, um, it
0: seems like it goes without saying, but like there's so many people in Pittsburgh, and this is Ryan talks about it all the time. This is always our challenge. We know there are people in Pittsburgh who love the UFC who don't come to our shows, and it's like, why? How do we reach those people? We, yeah, we know that's still out there. So we've got you know light years. I think go. it's just
1: that you know people starting to understand that um it's in its infancy, and you can help to you know just keep ratcheting up like the the, the professionalism and the level of fighters and yeah. all that happens when people fill the seats for sure but you guys aren't doing too bad no we do okay. i mean <laughs> i look around at the crowds down there it, it feels good yeah you know yeah dude this this one in april at the
0: meadows we're expecting to be you know our best yet which feels really good to say it's trending that way all the sales so far are amazing so we're excited for that one bro you're gonna get you- some good shots i'll so. see you there yeah for sure man well we're gonna to have to have part two of this to talk about music because we've run over time already just gushing over we'll, we'll do some M&A music yeah we can link.
1: do another one in the future I'll, I'll grab some more photos man we can do a quick one you know and look through Hell there's yeah. always there's thousands of them so
0: yeah but i will say anybody interested in paul's work you can check it out 247's photos they're in our like instagram bio and things i'll post some links to his stuff we always post his and chris's photos after the fights as well galleries to download but Go to YouTube and type in Paul Luke instead. Check out his music. Dude, we'll talk about it super briefly here. But your music career is insanely fascinating to me. And the more I dug into it, I was like, Sup, super legit. You underplay it hard.
1: Um, I mean, <laughs> I just don't like, uh, I don't know. It's just two separate things. Sure. You know, so yeah. and it's funny because I've known some people for like a couple years now. And they're like, man, I didn't like I just found I your know. music. You know, Like yeah. somebody told me you play music. <laughs> it's uh, not
0: like it's not like your cousin down the street who knows how to play guitar, though. You were like legit
1: doing the damn
0: thing. Still trying. I'm going to make yeah. another record this year and, nice, you know, kind of get That's back. That's awesome.
1: Back out there. Covid was kind of sure. weird. Sure. You know, it's yeah. already was a hard thing to begin with. Yeah. So uh, it made it exponentially harder. Sure. Um, but yeah, I plan to plan to make another record and I'm out there. I already played a couple shows this year. And, um, yeah, get I saw those there.
0: pictures popping up. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind
1: of get back out there. So, but no, in this world, I think it was, um, is it Sid from uh gorilla house? Yeah. Yep. You know, like she, they'll call me just, they're just like, Oh, it's picture Paul. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they don't Paul. know. Yeah. They, they <laughs> just, funny. it's just a dude with like a camera walking yeah. around, but yeah. I kind of, I kind of like it
0: yeah like i said to to me you underplay that aspect but again that that's you man that that's how you roll and that's partly what makes you so damn interesting to me so thanks for being a part of the team man we genuinely appreciate the hell out of it and you crush it i mean yeah thank you can't say enough good things let's go all right